0: Yeah, I start my running uh, first time here, yeah? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Start here. I just start here, I guess, with (laughs) sport. Yeah, I just like play football before, but then just start running. And yeah, now I just love running, you know? Yeah. This is sadness. This is love. This is fun. This is respect. This is adventure. This is kindness.
1: This is identity.
2: This is learning. This is family. This is hope. This is community.
0: This is nostalgia. This is freedom.
2: This is life.
0: Uh, yeah, I used to run here, um, yeah, but we, were, we have a group here. But you know, guys just, maybe everybody, uh, I don't know, because of the COVID. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so um, I I think one of the difficulties,
1: well, the running group was, it was a Jog Scotland group, and Jakub was one of our coaches as well with that group, so it was, we had quite a good number. We were getting about 10, 11 um, people at the height. Um, What we realized that a lot of it was about more than just the running, so um, so much of the running group was really meeting at the charter afterwards for teas and coffees and carrying on the conversations that had started and the sense the, community really formed around going for a run or first initially meeting at the charter. Some people would even get there early um, and hang out there a bit and then we'd go for a run and then come back. So there was this, the charter was this great kind of focal point and it was also, that, that was how we became quite visible in the community so people could see us. Um, you know, getting ready for runs, doing our warm down stretching. Um, And so a lot of people came just because they saw us. Um, And I think a lot lot of the folk who came came through the English class as well. Um, But that's been cancelled at the moment. Um, So we're looking at the the English class at Parkhead Nazarene. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at coming back to that in a couple weeks. So hopefully uh, it will will all come back again. But it was an interesting kind of lesson that The running was important and it was great to see people make improvements in their health and fitness and mental health, but it was also a lot more than just the running.
2: I know, that's so nice that it linked the kind of learning and conversation, but then also with fitness exercise, because definitely, well, we find we're we're both artists and we obviously do the same sort of thing as you, but it's more from an art perspective, so Mm -hmm. getting people to meet around a table to make something inevitably brings out good conversation Yeah, really helps I think Um,
1: There's something to be said for shared activities and common goals and running is a great leveller the sense of accomplishment that you have and even the sense of progression, no matter what speed you're running it's still sort of it's the same emotions, it's the same sense of accomplishment and there's and you'll find that There's not really a snobbishness about people's goals. Um, So, everyone is, you know, we had one guy who, you know, after maybe three months, he started, he was able to run a whole mile without stopping, and that was absolutely brilliant. It was a huge accomplishment for him. And we had a few guys who were, we had one guy who had, you know, previously played football at quite a high level, and he was. He was so happy when when his pal sort of was able to run this mile because it was such a huge accomplishment. And he didn't think he could have done it uh, mm-hmm. from from the outset, but he got there and um, so it's a great leveler in that way because no matter what your goal are, everybody knows what it's like to reach and to, yeah. um, to accomplish that goal and it's, it's a good thing in that way and it doesn't really require the, the needs for kit and yeah. It's it's pretty basic. You just need a decent pair of running shoes.
2: There's no rules to get lost in translation as well. It's very universal. Yeah. Um, um, it's
1: it's a very individual sport, um, running and athletics. But there is within that, it, there's it's in some ways it's very solitary. But it's it's always better with a group, um, and that's why. I think especially since lockdown, we've seen more people joining running clubs and 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 you know trying to find a place where they have support for their own individual goals within the within the context of community, which is a, a quite a nice dynamic that you have within within running that I don't think you get with other sports uh, in the same way because it's very much about your own personal best and your own goals and what you want. To get to, but you tend to get those personal goals yeah. better if you're with if you're with other yeah. people, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. very true.
2: Have you got um? Have you got any goals then with your running this year? Like once your knee's better, have you
0: got. Uh, for me, uh, after my knee, maybe <laughs> um, just you know uh, be like fit, and then after I can prepare for something. But. I don't know my knee.
1: Okay. He's, he's far too humble, actually, because <laughs> I think we found early on that he was through, he was he's a very he's an excellent coach, and he goes very well with you know working with all levels.
2: And are you able to do any coaching with your new running group? Are you
0: yeah. Um, if guys coming, then yeah, always you know. Uh, sometimes guys, I meet friends, you know, they say oh we want to run, we want to run, and then I say, if they come, then I can start, you know, (laughs) try my best and, you know, can do some running.
2: I wouldn't, like, I just couldn't run and talk at the same time. (laughs) Um, Especially if you're having deep, meaningful conversations.
1: Uh, (laughs) Sometimes it's just nonsense, and it's just what happened in the football last night, and that's fine, you know, and sometimes it, uh, you know, Jacob was talking about an English test that was coming up, and okay. one of the other refugees who was running with us, a guy from El Salvador, said, Oh, I can help you. I've done that test. Yeah. yeah. I can help you prepare. You know, um, so sometimes it's, you know, you get conversations about our health or our mental health, or sometimes talk about the football or whatever sport was on the yeah. TV or <laughs> the, the, all sorts of things. But yeah. so the conversation can vary, but I think. It still can kind of built that sense of community. Yeah. Does it doesn't all have to be deep and heavy, I, I don't yeah. think. That would be very good. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some people who wouldn't run, but then would just come to the charter and then would meet us after the run. So it, uh, you know, there was a lot of, I think it was a good introduction to something in the community as well, which, mm-hmm. was, which was quite exciting. Um, mm-hmm
2: you know there's lots of ways that you can be involved even if
1: you don't even if you don't particularly run. like yeah, yeah, yeah. running yeah I think parkrun have been brilliant as well and quite often will run the parkrun route um, it's been a good it's a good goal to aim at and it's also again it's another supportive community and they were um, the tollcross parkrun are very generous at the beginning they provided us with I mean I we asked for donations of shoes and, and running kit and I was um, overwhelmed with how much stuff we got. I mean, we had bags and bags of uh, running clothes and shoes. And so we still have almost like a like a library, I guess, of running kits. So if someone comes so a new runner, when they want to come, we can provide them with a decent pair of running shoes. Wow. It was, it, that was really cool. It was lovely to see the the support from the wider community. <laughs>
2: A, this is a hard five k route, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, I start my running uh, first time. Here, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think here, so. Yeah. yeah, start here.
2: Did you run much before you came to Scotland or Glasgow? Did uh, you run back home? No,
0: or? not really. I just started here with, I guess, with Paul. <laughs> yeah. That's but, amazing. So, yeah. did you know
2: that you were such a good runner before?
0: Um, I just liked to play football before, but then. I just get into, you know fall and then we just start running and yeah now I just love running you know the success of the group I mean it, it really
1: came down to it really came down to word of mouth really and so we had the group from Parkhead Nazarene English class coming and then there was guys in the charter who would say oh can I I'd like to try running but I can't really run yet I can maybe you know, we could maybe do a walk or something. I said, well, walking is part of it as well. Okay. So we, you know, as a group run, the faster guys will do out and back. So maybe run around the tree and come back. And um, and so it was really just the word of mouth that got it going. I think that's one of the things we've maybe lost since lockdown is it wasn't, um, it was all very organic and it didn't, it was about just interpersonal connection. It didn't really have anything to do with uh, flashy online promotional stuff (laughs) you know it was really just people um, talking to each other and inviting each other to come which was which was brilliant but um, I'm hopeful we're moving out of it now so should be back soon and hopefully we'll get we'll get some more runs this summer and I I I knew Yeku for um, a couple years before we started running but it was really only during running that a story or something will yeah. come out, and he's told me some amazing stories about Sudan yeah. um, <laughs> as well, and um, stuff that I never knew before, but you know, sometimes something will spark a memory, because remember you tell me about the the birds. That ah, you yeah, your, yeah. your father had eagles, but we'd seen a buzzard, I think, in the park,
0: and it started... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how an English... Uh, but um, I can say by Arabic. I know by Arabic, but I don't know by English, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. But sometimes, you know, I just Google it and then show. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I know. Yeah, that's better. Uh, <laughs> I've been able to work,
1: work on some of my Arabic vocabulary as well. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: yeah.
3: It was all derelict ground, and they they came up with the idea that it'd be a good place to have raised beds in a community garden. So it took nearly two years from from start to finish to get the place open, Uh, and two different bits. Uh, All this bit here you see was all the original, phase one, owned by uh, Shettleson Housing Association. The bit you see over there is owned by Glasgow City Council, so they discovered that there was a need uh, for more raised beds. So they approached Glasgow City Council and they said, yeah, you can have the land as long as you you grow food on it. Uh, so it's developed quite a bit from uh, the original concept. There's a wildlife garden in it, mm-hmm. there's a, a community garden. Uh, so all the raised beds that you see are all rented by the local community, uh, by organisations, schools, uh, nurseries, uh, and we have some training beds as well. So it's a tenner a year, uh, which to a lot of people is not a lot of money, but to, to people in this area, it's a week's electricity or a week's food, so it is quite a big issue. Uh, but for the tenner, you get your own set of hand tools, a set of gloves, uh, So, and plus you get got all the support, all the guidance, all the seeds, the plants, the use of the kitchen, the use of the barbecue, the pizza oven, uh everything that's on site uh, you get to use so it's not just an allotment it's a community yeah. and it's a, and it's a community group as well but I'll give you a walk around the place yeah. and then uh, so we have our own beds as well we have our own strawberry beds our own rhubarb beds uh, but every other bed is all rented by local people if you get a raised bed as well you also get a quarter of a greenhouse so the greenhouse you can grow your own stuff as well the whole place is overseen by a committee, so the committee uh, decide, based on what I tell them, what's needing done and what's not needing done. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All the area along the back is all this, uh, uh, the fruits that we grow. Okay. So, some cherries, some brambles, gooseberries, plums, red currants. So all the stuff that's grown up there is all shared at the kids club that we on. We are run a, a club called the Smell of Club. And that's for seven to twelve year olds, and the aim of the club is to teach young people how to grow their own food, how to look after it, and then how to cook what they grow as well. So they've got their own cooking stuff; they've got the use of the kitchen, and they uh, they cook their own stuff. Uh, so, so this is a community garden used by the, the local community, the Girl Guides, uh, the Smellowelah Club, the local nurseries, uh, and we usually have an event in here every August, uh, the fun day, but. Covid meant we couldn't have it this year and we're not, and we n- never had it last year either, so. Mm. Uh, and this is a wildlife garden. Again, this is... Uh,
2: oh, this is lovely.
3: We can't leave it as wild as we want. We have to We have to manage the grass, but we have to provide areas for, uh, for wildlife as well. So, uh, so nice. we've got about eight uh, really big frogs in there. We've got newts as well. Uh, Lots of, lots of tadpoles. You can see all the tadpoles oh, yeah, over on the corner. Them, yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. But again, we try to keep it as wild as we can, but we also have to manage it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So That's it's
2: brilliant. Yeah.
3: It's pretty self-sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also not widely known in this area yeah, yeah. Uh, that we're here. Uh, a lot of people walk past and uh, and they don't even know what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's... So we try to raise the profile of the uh, 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 the club as well. Yeah. Uh, especially the Smell of well Club. Club. Yeah. Uh, it'd be good to get more kids involved in yeah. that. Is that,
0: is
1: that not
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I used to ride Willow around the East End. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it was a bit mental. So, um, yeah, I, me and my friends at like 14, 15, would literally go on hacks. Once my other friend fell off and our horse started to run home nearly ended up on the motorway. It was so dramatic but it happened quite frequently where people would fall off and their horse would just run back to now without them. Because we could ride to like Mount Vernon Park just over there and around Garrahill and like up to Baldo Castle. But we had dogs chase us and then like like people would go down to the McDonald's at London Road on their horse sometimes. Just on their horse. <laughs> uh, and it's quite mental to think back because, like, if you like, think of 14, 15 year olds, they're pretty much children. And our ponies were not like the safest ponies either. We're just kicking it about. <laughs> we stand in, this house in the housing estates, <laughs> finding a bit of grass to gallop on. um did you ever get in trouble? Like, with the riding school ever like, you girls need to stop going about your No, place? it was kind of, like, normal. Um, But it was a good community. We used to do, like, jump nights every couple of weeks, and all of the local yards up there would come and compete. It was all very working class. You don't expect that from, like, the horse world. But everyone's just like, Dad's a taxi driver, Dad owns an ice cream van. It was all very... Much like that, we all kind of stouted around in our Adidas joggies with socks pulled up to the knees and people would get drunk at the farm show. There was one boy and heartbreak young love at the stables. We would um, throw each other in the bathtub that was filled with water for the horses. It was all dirty. And it was next to the golf course, so when it snowed, we would go on the golf course and like sledge down it that was really fun Halloween discos every year and, like dance to like Christina Grill dirty and it's a very like girl orientated place the stables yeah drama but it's fun we used to just have so much fun like we had a snack van run by like these like all old, this older couple and um, yeah they were really sweet they had like pick and mix and they had like chips and we just hang out at the snack van all day and go do stuff with our horses and play hide-and-seek around the farm and stuff. Um, I mean it's quite, in a way it's quite idyllic, like a few- Yeah, know. like Heartland but East End of Glasgow edition. Oh, yes! <laughs> like instead of galloping through the Canadian mountains, we're just like galloping in Mount Vernon Park and getting chased by Jack Russell. <laughs> <laughs> <Kind of thing. laughs>